today we are going there. We are finally addressing the topic of whether God speaks to us about our spouses. Does God choose a partner for you? We are going to be tackling all of that in today's episode. Hi guys, welcome to a new episode of Big Sister Conversations, a show for people who want to grow in their faith, make better choices, and strengthen their relationships. I'm your host, Enola. Before we get into today's conversation, I want to invite you to subscribe to the podcast so that you can find it easily when you want to listen again. You can also subscribe to my newsletter to become a part of the community. I send encouraging and personal emails every month to keep you hopeful and inspired. The link is in the show notes. social media shout out time today's shout out goes to patience i'll just read what she said big sister Enola, thank you so much i can totally relate with your story and i'm currently at a place where i've killed pressure and i'm just trusting god thank you for reminding me again thank you so much patience thank you for sending in the most beautiful review thank you so much you guys please take a minute when you listen to an episode to just rate and leave a review you can leave a review on apple podcast and then on spotify there's also this thing where you see like a question what do you think about this episode and you can just respond to it i read the replies and i will also give you a social media shout out here on the podcast so i'm looking forward to more social media reviews from you guys the other day i got a dm from someone who was worried and needed advice so she got a word of knowledge in church about how somebody in the church leadership was going to be her husband problem is this guy is way older than her she's not attracted to him and she did not feel personally convicted to be in a relationship with him but she felt under pressure because everybody in church was saying oh this guy is for you we have given you a word you should jump right in and everything and even the guy was willing to play along but she was just not buying the whole idea and she wanted some advice okay shouldn't i just go ahead with it what can i do is it okay to say no because i'm not feeling it i'm not interested i mean i had this really long conversation and then i just figured it would be best to just make a podcast episode about it because you know, not everybody can DM me, not everybody has access to me personally, so, but, you know, everybody can listen to a podcast, so I just want to talk about it in today's episode. So this episode is for you if you are single and you're wondering how does God help me choose a life partner or how can I choose a life partner, what is God's role in choosing a life partner for me, this episode is also for you if somebody has told you, God says you're my spouse and you don't know how to respond and this episode is for you if you just want to learn about relationships in general again you guys know that i share my personal experiences a lot on the podcast but more than that i also like to reference the word of god so that the advice you get is not just wise but it's also scriptural so that's what we're going to be doing in today's episode so the first thing i want us to establish is god speaks god speaks right so I know like you don't want to jump from an extreme to another in saying God does not God does not speak at all about anything. Anything you need to know about God is in the word of God or is whatever your pastor says. And that's true. What's God's word to us is in his word. The Bible is God's word to us, right? But God also speaks in different ways. 
but everything he would say will not contradict what is in the bible so let's just establish that so god speaks god speaks that is certain in hebrews 1 1 to 2 the bible says long ago god spoke many times and in many ways to our ancestors through the prophet and now in these final days he has spoken to us through his son so that's established god speaks to us Another thing is God leads us. We are his children. He leads us. The Bible in Romans 8.14 says, As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are sons of God. So leading is kind of like your inheritance as a believer, right? You are entitled, in quotes, to be led of God. So God speaks. God leads. And God just does not just speak to you or lead you about your marital choices. God speaks to you about a myriad of things. God speaks to you about different things. God can lead you to help somebody god can lead you to apologize god can give you a word about your future god can give you a word for somebody god can give you clear explicit instructions god can correct you god can rebuke you you can have a conversation with god i just want to establish that so for me all these things i've mentioned god has done for me <laughs> god has done all these things for me he has rebuked me he's corrected me he's given me instructions he's led me so the beauty of being a believer is having a relationship with god and it's in that place of relationship that you get to talk with God. So it's okay to have a conversation with God about um, work is stressing me out. I need ideas. I don't know what to do. God can give you an idea. You could be praying and an idea will drop in your mind. And that's God speaking with to you. It could be in a conversation with your friend. And your friend will just say something. And you know that's just God speaking to you. Your pastor may be preaching in church on Sunday. And will just address something that has been burning in your heart. That could also be God speaking to you. So God speaks to his children. And more importantly, God leads his children. Before you make a decision, God will lead you. And sometimes the leading might not be explicit. You might not, it might not look like you are being led in the moment, but God leads. So the second thing I want to say is, has God ever led people towards their spouses? Like, I want to answer that question. Has God ever led people towards their spouses? Has God ever clearly told somebody, marry this person? Yes, he has in the Bible. God has done that. But we have just two examples of that in the entire 66 books. So the first example is Hosea. I hope you know the story of Hosea. God told Hosea to marry a prostitute, Goma. And the reason was stated in the, in, in, in the Bible. You can check the book of Hosea. Hosea was a demonstrative prophet. What that means is God had been speaking to the Israelites about their sin, about their rebellion, and he was just fed up with them. And so let's pause on Hosea for a minute. In the book of Ezekiel, if you read Ezekiel, you'll find some very strange concepts. Like God will tell Ezekiel to lie down on the floor in a particular position for a number of days, or it should boil something, or it should do this. Like Ezekiel was also a very dramatic prophet. And so God used Hosea's life in that kind of way. So Hosea's marriage was a demonstration of God's relationship with the Israelites. God, God, so God is like, I'm faithful, but Israel is unfaithful, yet I love and I'm committed to Israel. So that was what Hosea's relationship with Goma the prostitute was. Hosea represented God and Goma represented the Israelites. So Hosea's own was just for demonstration. Then the second person God explicitly told to marry another person is Joseph, the adoptive parent of Jesus. We all know the backstory between them. Joseph and Mary were already engaged, but because Mary was pregnant, Joseph thought she had cheated and wanted to end the relationship. But the angel of the Lord appeared to 
um affirm that no she didn't cheat on you this is prophecy being fulfilled go ahead and marry her so it wasn't even as if god expressly told him to marry her they were already in the process joseph just needed a little push because of the circumstances of the event so yes god leads people to their spouses and we have examples in the bible hosea and joseph but it's not common generally the way god designed marriage god does not choose his spouse for you so that's my third point God does not choose his spouse for you. The story of Hosea and Joseph, even Joseph, like I said, God did not really choose. It was just an affirmation. So for Hosea, it was an exception. So in law, there's this thing. How do you guys know I'm a lawyer if I do insert law, by the way? <laughs> so in law, there's this thing. Um, Generally, we have legal principles and then the principles have exceptions. But the exception is not the norm. What is the norm is the principle. The exception is just in some instances, there could be an exception. But generally, for God, right, God works with us according to the general principles. Exceptions are rare. You don't want to build your life being an exception. <laughs> because being an exception is difficult. See when God told Hosea to marry Goma, what did that woman put him through? If you want to read a more interesting slash fictional account of it, you can check out Who Me Love by Francine Rivers. Or you can just read the Bible plain and simple. Either way, you get the full story. But what Hosea saw, he saw Shigi. Do you really want to see Shigi? So are you sure you want to be the exception? I think it's better to just go with being the norm. So yeah, God does not choose his spouse for you. I just want to put it out there. I'm getting married in a couple of months and God did not choose my husband for me. My fiance rather. God did not choose him for me. But I'll tell you what God did for me. God led me. So there's a difference. God did not choose for me. He chose with me. So I want to just use a Bible verse to explain this point to you before I go into my own story. So Genesis chapter 24 from verse 12 to 14. So um, I won't read the scripture, but basically I'll just give you context. It's about um Abraham's servant. So Abraham knows he's going to die maybe in a few years and he doesn't want Isaac to marry Canaanites because God warned them not to intermarry with Canaanites and he wanted Isaac to marry somebody from the family. So he makes his servant Eliezer promise that he would go back to Abraham's hometown and find a wife for Isaac and then the servant goes and then he's at the well and he's sitting down and he prays to God and says God help me find a wife for, sorry help me find a wife for Isaac that's basically his prayer so he gives God a sign like okay the person that does this that's how I'll know that she's the person so let me just quote the exact words the person that you know waters the camel and um, also gives me a drink of water let her be the one you have appointed for your servant isaac that's what he said now the word appointed can be trickish because when you hear the word appointed it sounds like he's saying let her be the one that you have chosen for isaac so god show me the girl that you have chosen for isaac that's how it sounds right so it sounds like god is the one that will pick out the girl let's do a little biblical interpretation <laughs> so the word appointed in hebrew is actually yakar I'm not sure I pronounced it right, but <laughs> I'm actually trying to learn Hebrew. My personal devotion, this is a side note, my personal devotion, I use Bible projects. And so I learned a lot about Hebrew words and I'm learning better pronunciation. So pardon me, but I'll just spell it for you in case I murder it. It's Y-A-K-A-C-H, like Yakach, but I think it's actually pronounced Yakha or something like that. <laughs> so that word there actually means to adjudge or prove it doesn't necessarily mean a point it means to prove so what abraham's servant was simply saying is he's not saying god help me choose a wife for isaac but show me a girl that you approve of for isaac 
The Bible says that um, God knows the intentions of the of a man's heart. Man looks at the outward appearance. God looks at the heart. So essentially, what the servant is saying is, you know all these girls, you know their hearts. So can you help me? Can you show me the one that you have approved of? That's what the servants were saying. He wasn't saying, show me the one that you chose for Isaac. Of all these girls that are coming, show me the one that you approve of. That's what the servants were saying. So you can see there that God did not choose the wife for Isaac. God just approved the servant's choice. Now in verse 48 of that same scripture, the servant says it's clearly that God led him to Rebekah. God did not choose Rebekah for Isaac. He only led the servant to the girl that he approved of. But there was a place for free will because if you continue in verse 49 and 58, they clearly asked Rebecca. This man says, oh, he's trying to pick a wife for his servants, for his master's son. Are you willing to go with him? Are you interested? Do you want to marry him? And she said yes, clearly. So there was a place for Rebecca's consent. So the servant just asked God to show him the choice that God approved of. And then after God had revealed that choice to him, he communicated with Rebecca and it was up to Rebecca to make the decision what the scripture is showing you is that god can lead you to somebody he approves of but god will not choose that person for you and that person also has a right to respond that's the truth so even if god expressly shows you why i approve of this person there's a place for free will the person can say no and this person is not wrong i hope you know that <laughs> it's it's a choice the person can say no and even you if you feel like there's something wrong i don't want to say yes that's between you and the lord God is not going to be mad at you if you say you cannot marry this person. But of course, your relationship with God, you should trust that God will not lead you to the wrong person. So let me just tie all of this up. I don't want to go into too much detail about how I knew my fiancé was the one because I'm going to have him on the podcast one of these days, maybe after we get married and then we'll really just talk about our experiences in detail. But I will say this, that for me, this verse was a changing a game changer for me. Man looks at the outward appearance and God looks at the heart. So for me, God was teaching me to not just focus on what my future husband would look like physically, but to also just look at his heart. God was showing me that the best way to choose a partner is not just to focus on the physical appearance of the person, but to allow God who knows the person's heart to reveal the person's heart to me. That's that's how it was for me. So I will say this. God will not choose your partner for you. He will show you the person he approves of. And you have to be, you have to learn to be discerning. So God must have been speaking to you before. So you're already familiar with his voice. You know how God leads you. And so when God is leading you to somebody he approves of, you can discern. Because one of the lessons I learned the hard way is sometimes your desires can be so strong that they will mask God's voice and you won't hear. So God is saying no, but because you like this person so much, you will hear yes. Or God is saying yes, but because you cannot just get past the person's physical appearance, you just say, God forbid, absolutely not. I reject it in Jesus' name. So there has to be this fine balance where you learn how to put your desires under and hear God. You learn how to put your desires under and hear God. So I will talk about in another episode later, the specific ways God leads you so that you can learn to be confident in God's ability to lead you. So that when you're choosing a partner, you're not even wondering because you know God has a track record of already leading you. So yes, if you're in this position and somebody has come to meet you and says, God says you're my wife, don't forget there's a place for free will. God may have led that person, but it's a leading no matter what the person says, it's not an absolute decision. 
you have the right as a child of God to also be led. So if the person says that, I may, I think my response would be, thank you very much, I'll think about it and I'll pray about it. And if you go to God and you pray and God says no, discard it regardless of the pressure the person is putting, regardless of the ten thousands of people confirming the choice, if God has not led you personally. If you don't feel physically attracted to the person, if you just don't roll or vibe with the person, the person is a stranger, you can say no. Rebecca had a choice. She could have said no to even though God had approved of it. But be careful before you dismiss sometimes. Be sure that it's not just your desire that is making you say no. Maybe you have always wanted somebody who is tall, so dark, rich, and handsome, and then this person is short, fair, poor, and ugly. <laughs> okay, that's a bit extreme, but... Maybe this person is not your spec physically. Before you discard the choice, just pray about it. Even though you know it's most likely going to be a no because you're not interested, I'd say just still pray about it, right? Because sometimes, for me, when I first met my fiancé, it was a no-no for me. But God told me after a while, like, God led me, like, I had a leading towards him. And then I knew, okay, I have to drop down my guard. So I told God, okay, these are the things that I'm not sure of. And then God just asked me to give him a chance to get to know him. And then I did and I realized, oh, this is the best person for me. So there's also that, right? So of course, some people would misuse it and come and tell you straight up, God says you're my spouse. There are some people like that, but I'll just say, just pray about it. Before you throw the idea away, just pray about it. But don't forget that you have a choice. That the person said it does not mean that you are the person's spouse. You can't say no. In fact, in that moment, if you decide that never, ever, I will never marry, you can't say no. I'm just saying, pray about it. That's my advice. To tie it all up together, here's what I'm going to say. God leads you. God speaks to you. You are his child. Learn to discern how God speaks. God will lead you in other areas before leading you to your partner. And then God will not choose for you. He will choose with you. Right? God will choose with you. And you have a choice. There's a place for free will in picking a partner. You must be attracted to the person. But also, don't let your desires be so strong that they mask God's voice. Be able to learn to put your desires under and hear God objectively. Sometimes God will lead you to somebody you're not interested in at first. That happens. But at least try. Try to just keep an open mind sometimes, right? So, but some people just really annoy you and just come and tell you straight up, God said you're my spouse. Just tell them thank you. I'll pray about it. I think that's the best way to address it i hope this really helps you i'm trusting that god would help you make the right decision as regards your future spouse thank you for listening to this episode of big sister conversations if you liked it please rate and leave a review on apple podcast or spotify you can also follow me on twitter and instagram at enyola underscore adeko to keep up with me and keep the conversation going. Until next time, remember that God loves you and I'm rooting for you.